Hi folks, this is Mike Hancock here and welcome to the wrap-up of stage one of Trend 2020, the event that we've been running throughout Africa, Asia and Australasia, Australia and New Zealand. And with me I've got Dave Rogers and Landy Jack. Hi Dave, hi Landy. Hello everyone. So firstly, let's start with uh, some of the biggest trends of the next five years leading towards 2020. We've talked about these from stage uh, for the last few weeks. And Dave, I'm going to kick off with you. What for you do you see as being the number one trend of the next five years? Wow. The number one trend, I believe, is this wonderful movement to youism. It's a trend where people are the center of their universe. It is a trend where they're embracing some of the wisdom from Leonardo da Vinci and the Vitruvian Man, where they're truly having a greater awareness and consciousness that their belief structure, their value structure, part of it is serving them and part of it's not. And to be able to truly get resourceful and to be able to achieve what they would love to achieve in their life, they're embracing being able to consciously interact with themselves and the world in a way that allows their genius, their unique abilities, their X factor to really flow. So this is an exact example of uh, youism right now is we're actually recording this on recording software on my laptop and years ago we'd be able to have to go to a recording studio and do this. Now everybody can be a rock star these days, everybody can be an author if they want, the software there is there, and everybody can be a movie director as well. So that's youism, it's the years of being an individual. Lundy, for you, what stood out for you as the number one trend that you saw in the next five years? I think what's really prominent at the moment is the whole idea and concept around talent. So not only talent in terms of attracting talent or retaining talent, but looking as yours, at yourself as an individual as talent and then refining that talent so that there's a niche market that will really respond to you and a niche market that wants your products and services and a niche market that uh, really resonates with what you can do for them and they can do for you. Lenny, I'm going to stick with you. We're going to go through our speakers, folks, and we've had some many brilliant speakers um, that we've had over the, uh, over the events from South Africa through to New Zealand. And I'm going to kick off with one that was in our Durban event, Landy, and that's uh, Wendy Hind. Wendy Hind is an image consultant, um, first image consultant I've actually seen turn up who had a great image in my respect, so she's certainly living her brand. What did you learn about the trends in fashion and image over the next five years? I think with Wendy, just quickly referring back to her, it's such a stunning example of being a talented person who's living that value out because the moment she stepped into the room, we all were on her page. We saw her image, we saw the stunning jacket she was wearing and we all wanted to know more uh, immediately. In terms of fashion and in in terms of that those type of trends, people are really at the point where they are customizing their fashion sense, their value systems are showing up in the shoes they're wearing, uh, what they stand for is showing up in the accessories. So people tend to look at you these days as a brand and what you're wearing and the fashion that you choose as part of that, that's a big upcoming trend for me. Absolutely, and uh, even with the three of us, I think if you've ever met us in person or seen us speak live on stage, you'll notice that our images are very, very different, but we're very, very congruent with our images. 
Dave, another person that was uh, at our Durban event was Mike Saunders. Mike Saunders from DigiLab. Um, he's one of the top 20 people in Africa being followed on Twitter. Uh, so he definitely knows what he's talking about in terms of the digital space. What was one or two things that Mike shared with our Durban audience? Well, it was absolutely fantastic to fly from Singapore to Durban and to be engaged with a, a Durban audience, a beautiful location, and, and also have one of the top Twitter guys in in Africa as part of our speakers. And the thing that I really loved about what Mike is doing is he's using that social media profile, that social media engagement, and really applying it in his business. And his DigiLab business is growing, and through his relationship with social media, he's able to really leverage those relationships. He's able to leverage new contacts and be able to really filter business through, again, another new media. I believe he was also one of the people who said he's doing contracts these days on WhatsApp yep. that used to take five or ten pages, maybe even engaging a lawyer, and his ability to interact and have business being done over a fantastic platform like WhatsApp has totally transformed his business. A trend that people who are listening today, if you're not finding faster, uh, easier ways to connect, collaborate, and co-create, then perhaps after hearing this recording, you'll start to do it because it is happening all around you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and we here are using WhatsApp extensively in terms of our communication with our people as well. And it was great to hear Mike doing contracts on WhatsApp. We had Gio and Brian Bauer also in Durban and Johannesburg. Gio and Brian, they're two brothers, um, actually from a little place called uh, Neisner, I think, on the east coast of South Africa, now living in Port Elizabeth. These guys are, you know, just on 30 years old. Uh, they love starting their their talk with a photo of the shack that they were born in, which is about the size of most people's kitchen table, and um, where they came from to where they are now. Bauer Corp is uh, a great business which is building apps and doing some very, very high-level strategic collaborations with uh, movie companies and with Christian faith churches around the world and actually getting uh, their passions out to the world in a very, very big way. So... They impressed me greatly, and we've uh, done a lot of work with them at Rock Your Life. However, the one message that I got from both Gio and Brian from their talk was, you've, anybody can make it in the world. They have, and they've said they've proved that. But you've got to have something that somebody can subscribe to. In other words, somebody's got to be able to step up, push a button, and subscribe to your list. In other words, get on board, be part of your tribe, and that way, if you don't have that, um, then you're never, never going to get ahead and you can do it from anywhere in the world. So I thought that that was a fantastic learning from both of those guys. Let's go to um, now to Johannesburg where we had one of our coaches there and uh, one of South Africa's top coaches. He was Business Coach of the Year in 2011, uh, Temi Sturgianos. And uh, Timmy was there and shared a, a great speech with the audience. Dave, do you recall uh, one or two points that Timmy made that are relevant to people? Absolutely. Timmy is one of these guys who speaks from the heart. His message of authenticity, his message of, of service and making a difference in people's life. He actually has invested a lot of time and energy in becoming a fantastic coach and was able to share that from stage that one of the greatest things that you can do is to learn to teach people. You can really learn to be able to coach and to elevate, raise people's 
uh, confidence and vibration and ability to connect. And, and it was just wonderful to, to, to have a, a fellow coach share a message that is one of the greatest trends uh, in 2015 and a trend that is continuing. This is getting coaching. This is being coached. And this is raising your game through coaching. Great. Yep. Well, Timmy was awesome and uh, sharing the stage with him in Johannesburg and also in Cape Town. And I would uh, met this person originally about five years ago when he came to our movie launch. So it was great to reconnect, which was Scott Cundhill. And Scott uh, is, has his heart set on world micro business domination. He has a company called Majestic. Uh, but actually, what he's, he's 32 years old and his real focus and what he shared was the history behind money. So, Lundy, I'm going to ask you because uh, this is something you might have seen for the first time there. It's not been a focus of where your head's at in talent management. But tell everybody what Scott shared that stood out for you. Scott was a very, very interesting person. I loved his presentation. And more so what I loved about it was the look on people's faces when you started talking about alternative currencies. Uh, I really like how he came up and shared about... Uh, currencies that's trading at the moment on games and gaming, uh, a whole new growing currency that a lot of us were not even aware of. Uh, the, the idea of, of bitcoins, what bitcoins is growing into, how that will change our lives. I know we've recently seen a lot of bitcoin trading happening in Bali. And uh, the potential trends on non-USD currencies is all all new and exciting ways for you to do business with someone or get into some sort of deal without any actual physical money trading between the two parties. And that's really something exciting. Yeah, it sure is. I, I love the fact that Scott talked about some of my favorite subjects, which is how we're controlled by some of the, the biggest entities on earth through currency. But Scott's biggest point there, and Lundy mentioned it, but I'm going to reiterate it, is those of you that love gaming, and I'm not one of those people, I'm not an Angry Birds person or a Farmville or anything like that, but those of you that do that, um, you're actually starting to understand that there's currencies like little treasure chests on games. And what Scott's predicting um, that they're setting up for is that you can actually going to be able to use that gaming currency for other things in your life going forward over the next five years. Dave, we had the uh, starter of, um, oh, sorry, the, the founder of Startup Grind, and uh, he was in Cape Town as well, uh, Gilliman DeSmet. And uh, startups are something that you've had a lot of experience in over the last five or six years, all over the world. And, you know, we've been with startup communities and everywhere from Istanbul in Turkey to Prague to Singapore. So, what did, uh, did Gilliman just have to? So to say for you. Actually, it was great to be in Cape Town and to see what was going on and hear what's going on in the startup community. One of the beautiful things that Guillaume has been able to do, and that is really tap into the vibrancy of the community in Cape Town, yet leverage it globally. And he talked about the global movement of startups and his ability to connect with startup organizations around the world. And as a leader of one of them in Cape Town, being able to go into new markets and have best practices shared and to be able to, to really connect with startup communities and fantastic entrepreneurs, bootstrappers around the world and really elevate the, the understanding and practical experiences for entrepreneurs in South Africa and specifically in Cape Town. Let's uh... Adding on to it, Cape Town is, is 
currently seen as the design capital of the world. So that, that really offers so much opportunity for new ideas and new products and new startups, which is exciting. Absolutely. Let's head back to Joburg for a minute. And um, one of the people there that uh, gave a very short talk but was more there as our MC was um, somebody who we've known Dave for four years now, Colafello for I can never pronounce his surname. Sorry, Colo, if you're listening here, Perfundi. And um, Colo has just come so very far in those four years as an individual, as a leader in his community. And Dave, what would you like to share about uh, the way you've seen Colo grow, which could inspire people on the way they might be able to grow in the next four or five years? Well, Colo is one of these young men who, who has embraced the idea of being a teacher, being a leader, being a mentor, and being a mentee. He's someone who loves to be mentored, someone who has, has been mentored by some of the, the greatest people in South Africa. And he's also stepped into the authorship arena where being an author he becomes an authority by being an authority he his his brand is elevated and he's now working on his second book he was the MC for the day and for the day and and again somebody who gives pays it forward and he's someone who's just if you do collaborate with uh, Colo you're you're in for a a fantastic experience because he really does uh, under promise and over deliver and then we had our famous friend, uh, Dr. Hannes Dreyer, who we've done so much work with over the years, and he's so much fun. And uh, he's really sharing um, a message that he's been sharing, I guess, for, for 20 years, and he doesn't feel it's going to change over the next five years, which is um, what he calls the confoculation of the mind by the banks and the, um, the financial institutions to have you paying Uh, for many, many years, large-scale mortgages or bonds, as they're called in South Africa, and ways and means of which to flip that around so that you become debt-free very, very quickly and actually can buy property for no money down, which is something that he loves to do. I think he's bought close to 100 properties now with no money down, and that's what he was sharing there. Back in Cape Town, we had um, Evans Manyonga. Evans is the uh, African editor of Fast Company magazine, one of the, uh, the most profound, I think, entrepreneurial magazines on the planet. So these are the guys that have got their, their head firmly to the ground in terms of what's coming next. Uh, Landy, what stood out to you in Evans' talk that he shared with people? Evans is just another example of young talent and the power they have in terms of their reach. I mean, Fast Company and the magazine, you just have to see it to see how professionally it's done. Um, But something that really impressed me is uh, one of the magazines that he had there on on show was uh, one with Javid Javid Leto on there. which is a huge leader at the moment. and, and, and Tell everybody about Jared. Who's, who's he? Jared is really a rock star, he's, but he's not, a, he's not your typical rock star. He's a modern-day rock star that inspires people, that has a story to tell, that really is standing up and fighting for value systems. And um, it was not difficult for Evans to actually have that type of reach to that type of leader. So the influence that he has with his magazine and the reach that he has and the ability to inspire other people is certainly something that inspired me. Yep, Jared Leto, um, an Academy Award last year in Dallas Buyers Club, um, fronting 30 Seconds from Mars, his band. Yet here he is on the cover of an entrepreneur magazine. Watch out for the leaders of the future. They're going to come from very different places than the leaders of the past did. And to finish off our experience in 
in the African continent, we had Brian Maudsley, a social media specialist, um, somebody who I, I was interested to hear him because Brian uh, did a decade of travel through Europe, so he is really a, a global citizen. And his message in social media was all about creating a niche. And it was all about, um, in fact, not enabling you to use many, many social medias or multi-social medias, but really focusing on being good at one social media. Dave? I was just thinking that uh, we also had a, a special guest who, who showed up uh, last minute in Cape Town that was a real highlight for me, and that was uh, the designer of Nelson Mandela's beautiful batik shirts. And it was just beautiful because this is the way connection, collaboration, and co-creation works, is that we were in Joburg and we were speaking to a young man. You might remember this young man that we spoke to who, who introduced us to Desiree, who was the designer of yep, Oliver. Uh, yep. Yeah, Oliver. And so we were just having a chat. And Oliver, again, a young man who has a pay-it-forward attitude, uh, said, would you like to have uh, the lady who designed Nelson Mandela's shirts uh, join? She might be have a, an opportunity to come speak uh, in a slot if you have an extra slot available. And Desiree came in and, and shared not only the beauty of, of her design, which, again, as Landy just said, Cape Town is, is one of the design capitals of the world. And she came in and, and just wowed the audience with this blend of creativity, this blend of, of looking for ways to collaborate in unique ways and a real pay-it-forward attitude. And her presentation just was fantastic from a, a perspective of, of really connecting with heart and then allowing her unique abilities to shine. Also a very interesting insights from her into the heart and mind of Nelson Mandela, which was a, a beautiful addition to her presentation. It certainly was. We learned something about Madiba then from Desiree. Folks, we're going to be taking a break and we'll be back with the second part of our program very soon when we move into Asia and we hear what those smart technocrats in Asia have got planned for the next five years. Rock Your Life Radio is just one of the many initiatives from Rock Your Life, one of the world's leading personal and professional development companies. If you wish to improve yourself as an entrepreneur, create better wealth creation, understand health and the way you work on a much greater level, or change your life, you need to speak to one of the team at Rock Your Life. Simply go to www.rockyourlife.net and book a free, yes, that's right, I said free coaching session. It's right there on the homepage. Isn't right now the right time to improve your life and begin to live it to its potential? Go to www.rockyourlife.net and book a free coaching session now. Did you know the number one reason people love to travel? It's because they love who they are when they travel. At Soul Journeys, we don't do travel. We do profound life experiences. Not only do we take groups to Egypt, Peru, China, and other stunning places, but our trips are themed, such as Follow the Templar Knights, The Spirit of the Incas, The Mayan Prophecies, and much more led by experts who devote their lives to the pursuit of ancient wisdom and modern interpretation. Isn't it time to do something? Not for your scrapbook, but for your soul. Go to www.rockyourlife.net and click on the Soul Journeys tab. You will have the adventure of a lifetime. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Mike Hancock to the Trend 2020 wrap-up, and we're going around the various countries that we we're lucky enough to do our Trend 2020 summits in and picking up the major points for all of our listeners from our various speakers so you too can understand what's happening in, 
in the space towards 2020. And with that, we're looking at Malaysia now. Kuala Lumpur, always an exciting, vibrant city. And uh, Maverick Food Day, the, um, somebody there who's making a, shaking a few cages in Malaysia. What did he have to say for himself and who is he? Well, Maverick uh, is a co-creator of Kickstart Malaysia and he has worked with uh, the likes of Mind Valley and the government and the telcos to create an environment where uh, bootstrappers, young entrepreneurs, startups come together, share wisdom from professional speakers, professional entrepreneurs, people who are in the startup communities around the world who come in and speak and give great presentations. Mav has actually recently entered a number of contests and competitions in Malaysia and, and has recently got funding for one of his latest projects. So he, he is one of these guys who just does it his way. He's He's a personality. He's actually speaking with the, the former prime minister this week. And he's just uh, really looking at unique bootstrapping ways of doing business, looking at the, the shortcuts, the hacks, and listening to people who understand technology. And he brings technology in ways to uh, allow entrepreneurs to do business globally. And it's been great to, he actually introduced us to this wonderful uh, entrepreneur. Uh, Stanford graduate uh, Desmond with Web TV Asia. And what was your uh, thoughts or experience with Desmond? Oh, actually, with Desmond, it was a fascinating time that he spent with the audience because he has a process which is essentially hacking some of the the greatest channels, online channels in America, and repackaging their content for China. And those of you who may not know or understand this is that. Um, in China, you can't get YouTube, you can't get Facebook, you can't get Twitter. They have their own brands of that, but the ones that we use in the rest of the Western world is is um, not available in China. So maybe you'd like to explain more, Dave, on, on exactly what Desmond was doing and, and the way in which he's positioned his business, which I thought was amazing. Uh, it was a great surprise. Desmond is, is working with content creators and, and creating TV channels, uh, throwing it on a, the system called Yuko, Yuku out of uh, China and he can see what's great trends in in the Western world off of YouTube and then collaborate with fantastic content creators in fact if anyone if our listeners is a great content uh, creator you can contact us and we'll be happy to to look for ways to collaborate and maybe in other languages and that's one of the trends right now that is very very attractive it's one of the things that Malaysia and Singapore does particularly well and that's looking at hot ideas around the world and then bringing it into Asia, whether they bring it into the 300 people, a 300 million population of Indonesia or China or India in great ways. And Landy, Matthias Gelber, the greenest man on the planet, somebody you've come to know over the last few months and uh, I think you really like what he stands for. What was his message? Matthias is most probably the most passionate person I know when it comes to green living and, and living a sustainable life. You really walk his talk. So other than the stunning, heartfelt messages that he shares with people from stage, uh, one thing that really stood out for me is when we met him a few hours before the event at the coffee shop where he absolutely refused to drink out of a paper cup but uh, rather asked to, to be drinking out of a... A glass mark. So he really walks his talk. He want to see a difference on this planet, and uh, he's really making a difference with his his message of sustainable living. I think you picked up a great point there. In Matthias, actually, we're in Starbucks, and he made them go and get a Starbucks cup off the shelf, wash it out, 
and basically give his coffee to him in, in that, which is just one little effort of actually keeping the planet green. And let's face it, if we all did that, um, how much greener would the planet be today uh, with all the coffee that we're drinking in our paper cups? So fantastic. Dave, we moved on to Singapore and uh, with uh, Imran, Imran Mohammed Ali, uh, a great friend of ours, and uh, just did a stunning presentation there. What was he really sharing about uh, the future and the way in which people can make money in the future? There's a, an idea of, of lifestyle entrepreneurship. There's a, an idea of entrepreneur renegades, the people that aren't the traditional employee mindset. Uh, Imran talked specifically about a skill set, a skill set of copywriting, a, a skill set of online marketing, a skill set of using Facebook and the platforms that are provided to us and figuring out a way to, to make money, to monetize and to be able to do whatever you want in the time frame that you decide. And it was a, a message that the audience really enjoyed. It's a message that I believe we've seen as we've traveled around in, in the Trends 2020 uh, tour. It, it really is. Entrepreneurs are the change agents on the planet right now. And when we work alone, we can get a certain result. When we work collaboratively, the result becomes exponential. Absolutely. And then we had Imran's sister, who's really um, very successful in, in the PR world. And, and what was she talking about for us? Again, the, the idea of, of public relations and, and creating a story behind yourself and your business. And if you create a unique story, and it can be so attractive to the traditional media route, and it can be so uh, innovative in ways to be able to get your message out into magazines and TV and across borders. And, and she's been running a, a tourism company that, that has got some of the best PR I've ever seen. And she's very, very um, savvy in the ideas of, of sharing a message and living an, an awesome life because her, her company uh, delivers some of the top tours throughout, uh, throughout Europe and she's been able to get great PR from it. Yeah, very good messages there. Some of the other things that we were sharing, folks, as trends coming up in the in the next five years, um, obviously one is going mobile. And on the 14th of January this year, finally the balance of power changed. There are more people now using mobile in the world than are using computers. So even though we're recording this on a laptop, in fact, we could be recording this whole thing on our mobile phones. So if you're not mobile engaged, if you don't have a mobile strategy, if your stuff that you're trying to sell to the world is not easily found on mobile and easily able to buy on a mobile device, you're going to be one of the world's biggest losers of the next five years because everybody is, is talking mobile. Um, one of the other strategies that, that we shared uh, was the predictive advertising, Dave. And um, if you would like to share how much that's coming into play, because people will be noticing it already, but uh, they're not necessarily uh, congruent with what it is. Actually, there, there might even be a total surprise that when you're on Facebook and you start getting messages that, uh, from something you just typed in the day before. I think, Mike, you're sharing a really great story of, of somebody who might get engaged, and, and then all of a sudden the next day they start getting bombarded with ads about engagement rings, about uh, engagement or wedding parties, or the, the different types of things that go into getting engaged and the processes that follow. So predictive advertising are, is you know, picking up our words, are picking up our themes, and this happens with Google, this happens with Facebook, and it's like there's a secret spy there, and, and in many ways, it is. 
It is a secret spy. So if you're not um, seeing it on your Facebook now, you may be a bit more aware or in Google, but certainly it's something that your business may be able to get involved in the next few years as well. Landy, the other one that we spoke about a lot, and this has been really something that you've embraced over the last six to 12 months, is globalization. In other words, you used to have a business that traded just in South Africa. Now it's a global business. What does globalization mean for you and for our listeners in the next five years? Globalization for me really is about reach, and we have so much more reach these days because of the fact that we have technology that enables us, we have the ability to collaborate that enables us, we have all these tools and tricks, if you may, that allow us to reach so many more clients, but not only clients, also teams, people who collaborate with us. We have new outsourcing agents. We have all these opportunities available to us that's making us now global citizens as opposed to someone who has to work in a local area and only have a limited reach. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, you're a big fan of outsourcing sites like Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R.com and Elance. You're using those all of the time, which is why you can, you know, be all around the world in the last, you know, two months yet and, and run a global business. Dave, we moved into Perth after Singapore and having a fantastic time there with the team. And uh, somebody that flew down, especially from Sydney, to be at our event was George Focus. He's a global stock market investor, calls himself an educator and mentor, and uh, been a wealth creator since the age of 28. And I notice... Uh, uh, given you were a bond trader for many years, your ears pricked up when you heard what George was talking about as ways for people to be able to uh, make some cash flow over the next few years. Yes, actually, I was I was thrilled to hear George's message and the fact that he's been using it very effectively in uh, the in Australia, based in Australia, yet uh, trading off the American markets and looking for ways to create additional cash flow for anyone in the audience using their superannuation or their retirement funds in, in, a, in a relatively safe manner, and then also be able to find ways to place some funds and, and create good cash flow properties. So combining real estate, combining it with the stock market, and he just came across as somebody who's very aware, committed to financial literacy, and assisting Australians, particularly in this session, to really understand uh, the financial markets, the capital markets more effectively as opposed to be afraid to actually embrace the wisdom that is possible to find in the markets. Yep, great. And then we had the Menkfelds, Anton and Alicia. Anton and Alicia, great clients and friends of ours. Anton is a very much a tech genius. Alicia is a very much a coach. Uh, Landy, uh, Anton shared quite a different message um, than technology over the next five years. What was he sharing? Uh, before I share that, I just want to mention that it was stunning to see Anton and Alicia step up on stage at different slots, though, but as a couple. It's something that we've really been seeing happening during this tour as a trend, is working couples, couples that step up together, couples that come to events together, and couples that do business together. And uh, this is one of the things that really stood out for me about Anton and Alicia, is the way they're a couple, the way they're doing stuff together and sharing a message together. Um, Anton's, Anton's message was very refreshing um, because there's so much technology talk and so much trend, yet, he, yet his talk was about uh, uniqueness and doing business from the heart and understanding 
you know, what, what's important to you before you make business decisions, which is really a concept that's been repeating itself over and over during this tour. Alicia, on the other hand, was talking about leadership. She was challenging the audience about what leadership is for us and what a beautiful leader in her own right. Um, uh, her talk was really more about being a leader in your own unique way and, and finding that niche and something that really makes you stand out, and, um, which, which was very interesting. Yeah, yeah then we had Aaron Malik. Aaron's a, a guy who's uh, basically come out of sales and IT-related positions. He has a business called More Customers 24-7, which is a specialist marketing consultancy focused on mentoring business um, to increase success, predominantly by tapping into the power of online or digital marketing. And the messages that he was really sharing is probably nothing new, but again, it's on the outsourcing basis. He's really telling us we've got to have a social media team, not a social media person. So by having somebody that um, can drive strategy, which is really where his position is, and then from there outsourcing to the various experts on your Twitter, on your Facebook, on your YouTube, etc., etc., and uh, that is the way forward to get a lot more bandwidth than what you're getting at the moment. He was also able to share some new opportunities um, in social media interactions, meaning some of the new social medias coming on board, and one that we've been talking about in the last uh, year or so has been Vine, V-I-N-E. Uh, for those of you that haven't seen Vine, it's a, essentially a video site like YouTube, but the maximum length of the video is 16 seconds. So it's like mini advertising and uh, mini excitements where you go to to get your quick fix. And uh, I think it's got over 400 million registered users on Vine now. So Dave, with that, we, um, we then entered New Zealand, left Australia and came into New Zealand. And we had a fantastic event to sort of finish off this leg of the tour before we head to Europe and other parts of the world with Trend 2020. And uh, Mike Lowe calls himself a, a futurist. He's been driving force in digital technology, innovation, marketing in New Zealand for over 15 years. What were some of the things that you learned from Mike? Again, Mike, very thorough in his research, in his, his preparation showing us the, the trends in technology, the trends in um, nanotechnology, the capacity of the various ways that we're getting information, the speed we're getting information, the size of the uh, information. And just it was really an, an eye-opener for people in the audience. And I definitely saw mouths open that the speed and if we continue with the current trends or if the trends tend to accelerate, which is what he was suggesting, uh, we're into uh, a really very new world by 2020, 2030, 2040. And so, and it was, uh, again, he, he presented it in a really wonderful way, as, as a futurist does. And what was great is it triggered a pushback a little bit from some people in the audience, which they don't want to see the world going that way. So it was a very animated and, and lively discussion with Mike. Yeah, and Landy, you, uh, you were quite interested and intrigued really by one part of his presentation. Do you remember what that was? Yes, absolutely. I think to have um, Mike as, as a presenter at our Trend 2020 tour is actually quite a nice peak or climax to the tour, tour if you may, because the type of stuff that he put out there really, really bend people's minds. And one of those things for me was the possibility of brain clips for people with Alzheimer's. One of the topics that came up is that there is a possibility that we'll have 
microchips and brain chips built into our minds if we have a certain illness like Alzheimer's, well, that will give people the capacity to think for themselves again. This also made me think that schools like psychology, science and technology will probably have to start sitting around the same table and discuss these topics as opposed to, to being in some sort of war against each other. Yeah, absolutely. We had an old friend of ours, Justin Cunningham, uh, come and talk to us as well. Now, Justin is definitely a very, very unique individual. He's run a number of businesses, got a, um, and a real passion, I guess, for marketing. Um, but he's also been somebody who uh, is, a, is a hip-hop artist, so he's a rapper. And uh, during his presentation, he was able to do a freestyle rap, which I just thought was stunning, bringing in aspects of the day, the room, and even his wife leaving because she'd seen his presentation. So it was fantastic, I, I think. Um, his message, and he really challenged the audience this, and there was one particular person where he asked, what makes you different? And the person says, we give great service. And he, Justin was like, no, 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 that's boring. Everybody gives great service. What makes you different? And the guy's like, we give extremely great service. And Justin's like, no, what makes you wow? What makes you stand out from the crowd? And this is the thing that I, his point was really pushing home, is that over the next five years, more and more with youism, and uh, if you want to go and place a comment on the internet, just go hashtag youism, Y-O-U-I-S-M. Maybe put up your own thoughts after this particular um, MP3 that you've been listening to and, and what you think youism is about. But Justin is really challenging people as to what makes you unique, what makes you different. And Dave, then we had Peter Ward and Monique Bradley from Starlight Media. Monique, um, an ex-actress and singer, and Peter, who best describes himself as a technomaniac. Um, what were the, the things that they shared? Well, again, they were a great example. So here we had a futurist, and then we had Justin, who, who did a rap, and then we had Pete and Monique, who got up there and, and demonstrated the power of team, Monique being uh, a incredibly uh, an actress and, and vivacious and, and very interactive and Pete being very structured, systematic. And again, it was beautiful for people to see that the team doesn't have to look the same. They don't have to be the same. They can actually be very different. And, and if you get people on your team that are doing what they're great at, that they love, you don't go and find people who want to do nine to five because people who love what they do, they're going to be, they're going to be finding the best solutions. They're going to be looking for the best hacks. They're going to be engaged in it. And that was the example that I really thought that Pete and Monique showed in, in demonstrating the way that you can collaborate with people and, and the way that you can build your team. In adding on to what Dave is saying, it really is about building a community and building a tribe by standing out. And one of the ways that they did it very well, so was entertaining us and, and coming up with lots of fun concept that got the whole audience engaged. And through that, they probably already established a community and tribe for themselves. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. We sort of brought the day to a close in Auckland by having one of our good friends who really came to just be part of the event, Robin Pierce, um, who's one of the world's leading experts on time management, get up and share some of the time techniques for uh, decluttering yourself, which is one of Landy's big things. And you like to declutter and declientize, Landy, and that you see that as a, a vision for the future. And, and Robin was really sharing with everybody um, two or three techniques like um, you know, unsubscribing from emails and not being a victim to the email system, really uh, not checking them first thing in the morning and that type of thing. Was there one or two things that stood out quickly that she shared for either of you guys before we bring this thing to a close? 
Robin is a stunning individual. You just feel the energy when you're around her. And I think for me what stood out was the message of really getting rid of the white noise, getting rid of the stuff that's taking up all of your time so that you can open yourself up to more quality type of thinking and feeling and doing. Absolutely. Dave, anything you'd like to share in closing up uh, our session on Trend 2020? Biggest learning for you for the next five years from uh, being involved in this event? I guess there's the, the two components. One is that the message behind the message behind the message really came out, and the message there is hashtag youism. Write something down about yourself on the, the comments below. It'd be great to hear it you about you, because that's the most important thing for you. And for us to find out ways to collaborate with you is some of the things that we really love to do. The big lesson that I want to share, though, is the learning cycles and the importance of having learning cycles. During our tour, we had nine, ten learning cycles of running events, meeting 30 to 40 experts in, in looking at trends and looking at ways, new ways to do business. And it was just fantastic for us to go through the learning cycles. So my invitation to you is, what are you doing to having learning cycles? Uh, Steve Jobs used to talk about fail fast, fail frequently, and fail forward. And again, this tour for me was about going to these different places to learn from people and then to come back and then look at new ways to do business, new creative ways to collaborate. And it was an absolutely amazing experience to, to meet the people and to find out and look for ways to take rock your life to another level. Absolutely. I'm very looking forward to the future, folks. And we're going to be sharing more of Trend 2020 as we're, our events uh, head into Europe and that later this year. But for me, Trend 2020 is all about you standing for what you believe in and making a business that's around your passions, not taking any second best. And by the way, we're not a bad team to hang out with if you want to do that. So come and check us out at rockyourlife.net. Um, talk to Dave Lundy or myself and let us take you forward. We'll see you around.